it. I think we're rocking and rolling here. This is decent. <laughs> If not, it is what it is. Alright. Well, it's well, official. We're recording. We're let's live. Let's go. Live, folks. How you doing? Blessed and highly favored, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Of course. Appreciate it. I saw what you had going on and I wanted to tap in. Yeah, for sure, man. Congratulations on everything, too, bro. Thank you, man. Of course. Thank you. Episode 31. 31. It's been a... Every time I say the number, it's, like, crazy. Man. How long? <laughs> like, how do you do it? Is it, like, weekly? Yeah, I shoot for a week. And Word. A lot of, like, a lot of, like, the diehard listeners, the people that, like, listen to every episode are always, mm-hmm. like, I need more than, like, one week, <laughs> bro. I'm, like, I'm so busy, man. I'm, like, no, I, I can't believe make it, this bro. happen. I, I believe it. I try to, yeah. I've, I've, I think I've missed, like, a couple weeks. But besides that, I've just been trying to stick to that one once a week. Word. The summer is easy because, you know, it's just no working 40s. Literally. And then, yeah, no commitments, exactly. But I'm definitely been, uh, up to that. I'm trying to do this um this thing on TikTok, bro, and I don't even use that shit really for real. But my manager's telling me, like, we need to just to spread awareness about what we're doing. So I've been trying to do, like, this thing called a, a creation a day where I, like, showcase whatever I created that day in 30 to 60 seconds but these days it has to be like 15 for everyone to you know stay in touch with it but doing that shit every day am i we allowed to cuss on this yeah, thing? Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool, cool. um doing that every day is low-key like been very trying now that school's back summer it's easy like i love waking up and just going right to it but during the school year it's like something about my aura changes and i feel as if i can't like just approach it as easily during some yeah. time if that makes sense what so what you said 15 seconds where you showcase what? so like because you know with the algorithms and shit like they favor videos that are shorter and like showcase a lot of things quick content yeah, quick content right. based off just the swiping thing so me i'm someone that like i like you know extended amounts of time spent on certain things that i watch i don't like always need something quick i enjoy them but you know i'd love to use the whole 60 seconds or even like the three minutes but like if they don't know you yet no one's gonna sit through that right and you have yeah. to like be aware of that accept that and then just like apply pressure so applying that pressure to make like short content has been a little trying but i still enjoy it about it's just like new. is it mostly for your music or yeah okay so it's just straight music whatever i'm working on i'll showcase it, it could be a finished product unfinished product 
whatever. And you try to do it once a day if you can. I have been trying. That's I've good. missed some days really cool. for sure, but definitely trying to like get into this work mode and discipline myself to get it done. Yeah, it's it's been so long since we've caught up. So I, I just, know, bro. I really wanna. I want to tap into that a little more. Like, for sure. how, like, ask away. I think we just, yeah, we just go for it. But like, I know I met you freshman year in mm-hmm. the dorms. Yeah. Um, what a time. Through Oliver, shout out Oliver. Shout Wall. out Oliver. <laughs> I was uh, assigned to him as my random roommate. Oh, I'm still hot. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ah. Yeah, me and Brian got the tea going. <laughs> it's <laughs> piping on it. The, the tea kettle gets it nice and warm. That's for Jeez. sure. Um, but yeah, we kind of connected through Oliver, and then ever since we've just been kind of seeing each other yeah. throughout the college days, you know. So we used um, to spend a lot of time together pre-gaming. Oh, well, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in the six, seven, eight in the quad yep. for sure. Yep. Yeah, but Good yeah, days. back then, back then it was it was either Brian or you're like you can also call me Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I'm like, no way, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. That was um, it's a weird time in my life transitioning from a place where, like, back home I hadn't, like, people knew I was making music, but I wasn't taking it as seriously as I do now. Okay. So, like, everyone who knew me, it's just Breon. You know, like, it's nothing. People are like, oh, he makes music, but it's not like that's Apollo, you know. Except, like, you know, like, really close friends they would call me that shit whatnot but when i came here like that's how people were starting to know me like the first way they found out about me was like oh he makes music because they'd follow my instagram or some shit and see that it's not obviously my legal name so they'd ask about that or people would just hear about it bro like it was crazy like coming here first few weeks of being at school and just like random people calling me like apollo in the dorms like they just found my music somehow <laughs> some way and it was like i did not know how to handle that like who do i go by like for me personally like i, I enjoyed the moniker myself yeah i wasn't used to like people calling me outside anything outside of Brian. so it was just weird like you choose i guess like yeah. i don't have a preference whichever one you feel comfortable with but yeah bro Brianna or Apollo, it's funny. Yeah, have you, ju- funny. have you just learned to kind of embrace the, the moniker a little more? Or? Yeah, bro, because we went through a name change. I wasn't really, like, about embracing it for the first year or so. Just, like, it was, like, it was a facade. Like, I fake was about to embrace it. It wasn't really, like, a full embodiment. Hence, like, this new name change from Apollo to um, TSGAP which fully stands for the Sun's Guide AP. So Apollo was created when I was like in a really bad mental space and feeling like conformed to a lot of different people in my family, outside of my family, their expectations. And whenever I wouldn't meet them, I was always met with like a really, let's just say negative feedback. And to elevate my mind, I wanted to identify align myself with the god greek god of music was apollo so i did oh, that oh that's the story exactly that. yeah and i was really big on greek mythology i went from a predominantly black school for the first couple years of my life and then fourth grade came predominantly white jewish institution um and they just like expanded my knowledge about certain things and that's one subject i learned early on that i really enjoyed 
And for some reason, I always loved like the concept of a bow and arrow in any kind of way. Um, so when I found out that that was his tool or his weapon, I'm like, oh, this is fucking perfect. Like, I feel like the stars are aligning. Yeah, yeah. I get but that a lot sometimes. As I went on and like accomplished different things under Apollo, a lot of things like happened behind the scenes that were affecting my ego and my judgment and like how I viewed myself. And it became this like hierarchical thing, which is like not where I started. So because I was identifying with this like godly figure, I wanted to like be the best. I was like shitting on other people when yeah. it came to like the music shit. And it just like started conflicting because like I said, it wasn't how it was in the beginning. And my identity was starting to become full circle as I grew older and I was going back to how I originally wanted it. So when the two started like button heads, we knew like last year with my former manager, Daniels V, shout out to bro. Um, he mentioned like you might want to do a name change because there's also like 6,000 different Apollos yeah. on the streaming service. Yeah, I remember looking your name up. Exactly. Everyone's always like, I can't find it. I can't find it. You're like, exclamation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole point of it is like yeah. trying to stand out from the other ones. Yeah, but sure. at the end of the day, there needed to be a more gravitational shift to um fully identify and just encapsulate everything i actually stood for and not again like the idea of something else so going from a god to a guide was a really humbling experience just because like i realized that my place here both as an artist and as a human is not meant to lead or be above anyone else it's to shed a light on my story in hopes that someone else can learn from it as well and yeah, bro, that's like the the spiel kind of concise down a little bit. I know it's still long, but like like I told you, I can't do the things where I'm just explaining things or figuring right. things well, quickly. Well, now, now we got time to talk about exactly. it. You know, this is the time to expand on it. Mm-hmm. I I know. I think I think that's really cool. I, I I like when you say like you're not like above anyone else because mm-hmm. I I've been recently thinking about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like. I think even when I like talk to people, like I'm a, uh, I'm like applying for grad programs Word. for uh, like microbiology or immunology oh, this damn. fall, and like recently I've been like interacting with a lot more like professors and people who would I think find themselves almost maybe not intimidated but just like I think like a lot of freshmen especially like associate like with with like professors they're like they put them on this pedestal yeah. like there's these like huge like really powerful figures and they are like they Mm. are really smart people but like you don't need to like say they're like above you or like have that kind of mindset and i've I've kind of been realizing that more not not with professors i guess i never really did that with professors but it was more like more so like i'd put myself like above other people based Mm. on like maybe like occupation or status like i don't People don't talk about this enough. I've been telling people like this a lot, but I don't like usually drink caffeine a lot. Mm. And I I have been just like on really crummy days when I don't get a lot of sleep, just like have a cup of joe in the morning. Yeah. And like, I think my tolerance to caffeine is just so low that I can like, like when it hits me, I like feel like all of its effects yeah. that like maybe people that drink it on a daily basis probably don't get. So mm-hmm. like right away, I'm like super like locked in, like yeah. can focus on like anything, but like, I, I had a cup, like, this past Friday, and, like, 
at first it didn't do anything then I like felt focused and then I like left and I was going to class and like I had this huge like I was like walking to class it was like super sunny day out and I just had this like insanely like euphoric feeling like Mm. just like so happy it was crazy and like I get all these like really cool thoughts that pop into my head too while I'm like off like a cup of of coffee it's so I just started drinking it recently uh started working at the w this summer oh really and one of my um bosses that works rooftop roberts shout out to bro i love that guy um he is an avid coffee drinker on shifts because we're like seven to close eight to close which is like two and you got to clean which is like takes about an hour and a half restocking everything so we're not really leaving the shop until like what 3 30 maybe and then we you know all link up together afterwards so he needs that fuel and one time he saw me like super slumped on the shift and like just came over with a cup of like this pre-made coffee. I think it's like Stoke or Stock. Um, put it in an ice cup, gave it to me. Like it was just a little bit too. It was a single, it was a single cup, not even the double cup. And I drank it and I like for the rest of the shift, I was just up. So ever since then, that's this summer, like I've been buying that coffee that's like pre-made and just pouring a cup in the morning when I make myself breakfast. It just, like, gets me ready for the day. Like, sometimes I wake up, like you said, just feeling super groggy. And I will choose to just stay in bed instead of, like, getting up and doing some shit. So that coffee grind has been a new one because I wasn't a coffee drinker. Yeah. It was more tea than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm drinking coffee, like, I just be up. I got to be up and yeah, ready to go. Yeah. I'm already trying to do this like 6.45 every day wake up, which is going poorly. But we'll take 9. I'll take a 9 a.m. wake up. Not yeah. that bad. <laughs> um, and it gets, it just, like I said, it just gets me up, bro. It keeps me like ready to go and do things instead of being in the bed all day, which yeah. sucks. Yeah, for me, it's like... I, I like to do drink it in moderation because mm. I like near the end of last semester I was probably having it like two or three times a day and then like then I'd like start to notice like I drank it and I just like feel the same yeah like, I wouldn't like like maybe I felt tired in the morning and that's why I drink to like get awake on those days that you really just feel like like mm-hmm. like you said just like slump and like yeah I started drinking it more and then like it wasn't waking me up I was like all right I just gotta find this like perfect balance where like once a week for me it seemed to be like that like it it's not too much like increase my tolerance Mm -hmm. and it's still enough where like i can get these insanely like cool thoughts that come through my mind so like but yeah back to what i was saying though i was like walking and it was like super cool day out i was like this is awesome like some of that stuff when you're like i don't know about you but when you get in like that mode where you're just like you gotta go 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 like get this done like check off the list of Mm -hmm. all the things you gotta do like you kind of forget to just like take in like your surroundings and just like appreciate and i think gratitude has been like the big word for me like the past mm. couple of weeks because that's like, fire i'm so busy and a lot of the times i like i get like lost in all my stresses mm. and like i'm like oh i don't want to do this i don't want to do that but like at the end of the day like i was just walking and like i just realized like how like privileged i am to be like at a university yeah. and just like being able to like learn because that's such a it almost seems like higher level learning is like very it's like very segregated mm-hmm. like it's it's very like status dependent and yeah i was like i was like walking by like 
uh, over on Lakeshore, and they were, like, building a parking garage, and all these, like, construction workers were just working, and, like, I guess I, I never saw them as, like, lesser than me, but, like, just, like, they just weren't, like, on the same level, you know, they're not as educated, mm-hmm. and I, I it just, like, made me realize that, like, you know, like, they're not given the same privileges that we are, and, yeah. like, you just, you, you just gotta, like, take that into account, and, like, I, I guess I always thought that, like, oh, everyone should be going to college and, like, doing something and, like, changing the world, but mm-hmm. then, like, I realized that these people are, are doing the same thing, just yeah. in a different way, in you know, different like, way. They're, they're building these massive structures that is, like, physically changing the world, you mm-hmm. know, like, which I realized was, like, really cool, you know? Yeah. I, shout out to all the construction workers, <laughs> like, I, 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 I hope they enjoy that job, like, I would not enjoy that, but, like, my ultimate goal is to, like, get to a get to a point that i like what whatever my job is for 40 years like i truly enjoy mm-hmm. which i feel like oh i don't know a lot of people don't really agree with that i think a lot of people are on the mission to just find something that makes them a lot of money and yeah. I, I don't i don't want to like judge or anything but i guess in my opinion i would say i don't know if that's like at least for me personally that's not what it's about like mm-hmm. I'm, I I'm trying i'm trying like obviously you need to make a living but like like, if I'm going to spend the next, like, 40 hours a week for the next 40 years of my life, like, doing something, it might as well be something that, like, you I love. truly enjoy. Yeah, exactly. like, have a crazy passion for, you mm-hmm. know, so I've just been on this track, and just, like, this podcast has made me realize it, too. Like, everyone has something to say, and everyone is, like, everyone is more skilled at you than at something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who it is. Some Something, someone has more experience than you at something, yeah. and that's why, like... I always like bringing people on and try to like kind of like expose that just just so people can hear and yeah. maybe get some insight into how how to be a better person or just like gain some like true wisdom you know yeah. instead of like like we talked about when you're at a bar and a lot of the times it just seems like it revolves around just little small just talk. the surface talk yeah man. that doesn't really lead to much two things like one about the hierarchical mindset right thinking someone is more important than you or lesser than you like being able to remove that from your everyday conscious is like very important and it's very underrated it's so powerful and we like don't it's not really talked about because we're all this all these systems all all these systems in place force us to think about those things like just the vocabulary the vernacular in which we use to describe different environments like even in it all starts in the household bro like with the mother and father like you are under them so you have to follow their instruction and it's not a lot of even slate even filled leveled surface playing it's like everything is hierarchical based off the way we've built families which is directly influenced how we care ourselves in the workforce you got boss employees not employees who are just cleaning and then you basically just got the homeless and then there are the entrepreneurs above it all that are outside of the workforce and doing their own thing which is where i believe me and you are trying to go it's just like being able to remove that bro you understand that everybody just plays their part like it's not oh this person doesn't have an education so they have to do this it's like no you know, these people are building the infrastructures you are a part of. Yeah. Like, without them, we wouldn't have these buildings, you know? So it's like, if you want to be hierarchical, like, have that mindset, be able to have a balance and be able to be like, I can't do that. Like, the same way you were like, 
they don't go to college or da 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 which may partially not even be true like they definitely there's schools for that shit and there's modes of learning for it although it may not be as much of a strict requirement for the lanes we want to go into just as students but it does take a level of education a foundation of knowledge that we obviously don't have access to like we don't have the mindsets to be like I'm going to go and work in this construction field, hard work all day in the sun, in the cold, da 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 da. So it's like, it's separate. We're able to do this in the school path. They're able to do this in the construction path. Everyone else just has their own lanes, bro. And I feel like people don't really see that until they remove that hierarchical mindset because it's always focusing on like, if what they're doing aligns with what you're doing, are you going to indulge or not? to say yes like like i was saying earlier about abroad like just saying yes to everything is so important because you really get to see these other modes of living outside of your own and i'm i'm really big on that like i don't like certain things definitely just need a kind of rhetoric and approach that's clear Mm -hmm. but then there are certain things i love to just dive into without knowing what's going to happen it's kind of a it's a way that I keep that like inner kid inner child within yeah, me because yeah. that's what you do you just just start doing shit and if it fucks you up like you won't you won't do it anymore because that's how you learn as a kid so I try my best to keep that mode of thinking um, in order to not be too grown up or too adult because like that's really who adults are is like they get their ways of thinking they get their modes their ways and just stay in that. And I don't really like that way of living at all. It's kind of why I like I butt heads with a lot of people in my family, because it's like you dedicate so much time to believe this one thing and to refute any other like intruding, intrusive thoughts that could change your whole frame of thinking. And I think that that's ridiculous. And I don't think age is a defining factor behind when you get to cut off when you allow these intrusive thoughts in that not intrusive as if like they're bad or anything but just new new thoughts new perspectives <laughs> yeah. new views on certain things like it's crazy to me and you can you can disagree with them okay but like sometimes people older people really don't even want to hear them and again it just goes back to the hierarchical thing because it's what the past generation was built on like that's what they know yeah i feel like our generation is so blessed to have modes of like social media where we can all unite on the front that we just don't like it and then a video, a comedic video or something even like dope can get like a, a million likes, a million views. And we all agree. Like, I think that that is crazy. And that's a gift. Like people trash on social media and obviously it has its horrible side effects and whatnot. But like that is a gift that no other generation has been able to have. And it like leaves hope in me for like a more unified world, if not world, just like moment in time and i'll appreciate that before like i'm gone because like i know people before me weren't able to see that and it's influenced their way of thinking um that's the hierarchical thing and i think the second one i wanted to bring up i probably fused it in there somewhere in the first thought that's usually how i go like I feel like Kanye sometimes, bro. Like the way I just go on tangents. No, I like that. Though. I right, like it leads to new, 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 new ideas, or, and yeah. it's like they always, they even though they're tangents, they come from the main stem, like yeah. the main root. Like when you think of a tree, and you see like below the tree, and all the roots just going back to like the one started like with a one seed, and yeah. then it just roots up. So it's like this is where the beauty is, and then underneath it's like all these different. 
stems and shit going back to where it originally started and i feel like that's how i that's how i talk just like a rooted yeah seed or some shit no i i think that man just i find it i find it really interesting how like a lot of the old people like just older people in general have that correlation where they are like close close-minded and Mm -hmm. like closed off i i still haven't been able to figure out like why that is but what my my biggest thing for me has been like a lot of times i find with like older people that they like that they like take themselves really really seriously Mm -hmm. and it's like it's really easy to do it it goes back into that thing again where you just get in that like mindset that like like i need to do this stuff i gotta get this done and like you're all serious about it but like if you can just take some time to like just kind of like not laugh at others but more so just like laugh at yourself like mm-hmm. sometimes it like it just breaks the ice into like but you gotta think though like it's stuff. literally how they were bred like i spent such a long time asking myself the same question right but it's literally just how they were conditioned like i said i think the huge device that separates the two of us like the generation yeah. speaking wise like is really this technology shit oh, yeah, bro like for sure it alone influences free thinking on such a grand scale maybe someone would argue a scale that we don't really need but whatever it's already here like we gotta accept it at this point they like didn't have that which allowed a strict rhetoric to make it like the ideal way of making it for the classic nuclear family was accepted like throughout america there wasn't really too many ways that you know you can see videos of a motherfucker living out in a bus. You could see someone touring the city just or the states just in a car by themselves and showcasing it to the world. Like they just didn't have that. So a lot of people weren't really exploring. I guess those who didn't have the resources to weren't really exploring, which was most of America, I'd argue. Um, just like on a conscious level, not like a fiscal level or financial level. Um, when it comes to like just different ways of thinking they weren't really they weren't given the space to do that and now that they're older i feel as if like they're afraid of that because they've gotten to where they are well they they only know that one lane exactly exactly and it's it's scary bro and you know it also just so much influences the way i live like i vow myself to not end up like that and i have to correct myself because i'll forget sometimes i'll be in this one way of thinking and just be like oh wait shit like i'm literally being a reflection of what i don't like like let me switch it up real quick um yeah bro it's just how they were conditioned that's so true it's just how they were conditioned i think society has always been like a it always like it seems to encourage like confirmation you know you just like conform like mm-hmm. do what everyone else do whatever everyone else is mm-hmm. doing but like i see what you're saying with the social media thing now because you can see all these people like living different modes of life and it gives you i think it just gives you like almost just the bravery to be like hey if like if they're doing it like who's to say i can't do it you and know? it's like, just that simple yeah it's like, just that simple i forgot who said it but i think one of my podcast episodes we were talking about technology it might have been my boy Brandon from from uh, from San Antonio. We were Word. talking. He was like, "Yeah, like our parents before technology. Like, just think about like take a state, any state. Like you you've grown up in Wisconsin your whole life in the, like the 1980s. Take a state like Florida. Like 
everything you know about Florida from back, like, if you grew up in the 80s, like, it's restricted to, like, the TV, maybe the little news you hear about it, and then, like, if, like, you have a relative there, they can, like, describe it to you, Mm -hmm. or if you've gotten the privilege to go there, like, you can actually see it. Otherwise, like, you kind of, like, you know where the geography of it is, you maybe know the climate, like, you don't really know, like, about the people that live there, like, what goes on down there. Exactly. And now, like, today, like, you can Everybody go, knows Florida used can, to be fucked. Oh my, like, you can go on inter- <laughs> literally any state, any country, you can go, like, just look it up. Obviously, it's not the same as actually going there, but you mm-hmm. can get a good, good idea of, what, of what's going on there just, mm-hmm. by, just by doing, like, a quick two-second Google search, yep. which I think is so crazy. And I, I think that kind of touches on what you were saying. It's like, I think it gives the people a, a chance to, like, break out of like typical societal mm-hmm. life which i think is really cool because very cool it opens the door to creativity and just yep. like living a, a very like unique life mm-hmm. which which i right now i'm like striving to do not like not like be stuck in that count like where like it's out of my control because at the end of the day like it always is in your control yeah. like you make all these decisions. exactly bro I, I brought on my my uh my buddy aiden last week and mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see him much, and he doesn't. He's just kind of one of off the, those like off the grid guys. Like you don't, you don't get to interact with him a lot. But like when you do, it's like so awesome because yeah. he's always got something new to tell you about. And he's like, yeah, this summer I, had, I just like decided I wanted to go to Colorado, and I just like, I picked up my camera keys and I like left the state for Colorado. Like it was that Dude, easy. I love those, which kind is of people, like bro. so cool. And he's like. Yeah, I went to, like, Colorado for a week. I, like, my dad, like, asked me last second, like, he's like, can I come with? And, his, like, his dad did the same thing. He, like, they went together, and then, like, his dad flew back a couple days before him, and he's, like, he just decided, like, he's, like, I don't know when the next time I'm going to be in Colorado is. He ended up, like, taking a 15-mile hike to, like, the the peak of Pikes Peak. Damn. And just, like, was chilling at Colorado State, like, Colorado Park, just just by himself, like, just hanging out. Like. Telling you, bro, like, that adventure, that adventuristic mind is the key to, I don't know if, like, peace and happiness is really the end goal anymore, but, like, fulfillment is a way better word. Like, yeah. just seeing these things, bro, like, it, that reminds me, that story reminds me of, when I was like I was telling you in London, I was trying to my best to just say yes to everything. So, you know about no label and my work with IDK and everything. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Um, we're like not like super tight or anything, but he's one of my first like industry real like contacts that I can just pick up my phone and talk to whenever I need. So it's that again, like just I'm regularly saying this, but I'm telling you, like if I were to tell my 17 year old self the shit I'm doing right now he'd be in disbelief like i never like i never imagined i did i did i imagined these things to be happening which is why they are happening that is a hundred percent true oh yeah um i just didn't expect it to look like this you know like to be on a podcast and like telling my friend about when i was going abroad and hanging out with like huge artists that have blue checks and going by like Anyway, um, he posted, and he's kind of, like, alias and, like, mysterious sometimes, and he'll, like, not respond to messages or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was in London preparing for spring break, and I saw that he was going to be in Paris 
he like put up the days or something and was like my album would drop 60 days after i get back from paris or some shit and i was like asking him when you'll be in paris because my spring break was coming up and i hadn't had any plans yet um so he told me the dates they aligned with when i was some of them did for like my gap away from school so i literally just was like fuck it time to take a new risk bought a bus ticket to paris because flights were way too expensive and i wasn't doing that um and just went to paris i literally didn't have a hotel living situation figured out yet and then i was like talking about it on my private story on snapchat one day and then one of the homies shout out to Alyssa seltzer she hit me up and was like you can stay with me for the first couple of days before i go to barcelona bada bing bada boom like i don't know what it is about the universe but i feel like when i take these risks she'll just put the pieces in place for yeah. me to continue the walk and i'm forever grateful for it because I don't fucking know how it works, but I'm telling you, like I said before, that's my favorite way of living. Just jumping headfirst into the unknown and figuring it out as I go. Um, so I stayed with her. And again, the only plans I really had were to see IDK during this his time there and just yeah. like figure out what I was going to do. So I'm staying with Alyssa, and she's like... Um, in i can't remember which school it was but they offered some of the professors offered experience in the fashion week that was going on there and they would send out emails be like contact these person respond to this email if you want to be a part of it so Alyssa sent me a couple of course i'm signing up for everyone i'm in paris and fashion week working a show is an option i'll do that so got into one bada bing bada boom did that just trial run 12 hour a day seeing how like i thought it was show day and i'd be like working a show but it was just a fitting for the models okay and um yeah you get assigned to a designer and shout out to harry halim that's the designer i worked with during my two-day work week whatever you want to call it um and he was like, I want you to come back tomorrow for the actual show just because we were working so well together. And dude, I was like the only American in the entire room. Whoa. So everyone was just always like, oh, it's illegal to do America. <laughs> da, 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 da. You know, like all these American jokes were flying yeah. around. And it felt good, bro. Like, when can you remember like you were in a room and you were being shat on for being American? Exactly. No, like, <laughs> some people would feel discouraged. I thought it was amazing. Like, this is insane. Every person I'm talking to is from a different country. Yeah. And let me tell you, the women, beautiful backstage. <laughs> like, it was amazing. Just like, and again, just like no surface level talk, bro. Like, everyone's, we're having conversation as we're working for fucking Paris Fashion Week, bro. Like, again, crazy That's fucking so stepstone cool. where I'm just like, so in the moment, looking at where I am, like, holy shit. Like, I couldn't even believe it, honestly. Like, going to sleep and waking up and taking the Paris train to go work a show was just such a strange point in time. Like, I can't believe I did it. Anyway, second day, real show, finished it. And I hadn't linked IDK yet. Like, I was, we were just different scheduling and shit. He hits me for, like, this mansion party with ID Magazine. And he was like, you know, here's the time, RCP, come through. And this was after, I want to say this was after the final show. Um, so I had worked this show. That was like a 15-hour day. Don't regret a single thing. 
um, linked up with some friends that I was studying abroad with who were also in Paris and got to take them to the party. But it was like so unstructured, bro. There was no like line. There was no really bouncer outside. So it's just like fucking huge crowd of people in front of these big ass like brown doors. Just like because they would open the door every 30 or so minutes and just let a new group in. Yeah. And it was just just horrible. So I'm like, we're getting toppled by people like everyone's pushing in. Can't lie, though. There were some famous people in the fucking crowd, too, which was honestly beyond me. Um, I don't know if you know Kevin Abstract from Brockhampton. Oh, he was He was just in the fucking crowd. And, like, so these are broad friends, right? Like, they knew I'd made music and shit, but I feel like no one really knows, like, how serious this shit really is until they see what I actually do. So I think, like, for them to see, you know, like, where they were, and I hate to say, like, because of me, like, I'm, you know, doing something or above them. We don't do that, but... But you were the connection. Exactly. You know, like, for lack of better words, lack of better phrasing, because of me. It's just, like, I can't imagine how surreal that may feel. Like, I have my friend Molly. She loves Kevin Abstract. Like, she was losing her mind. And, dude, that shit is what makes me feel good. Like, that's why I do what I do. Like I said, shedding a light on my story so other people can, like, experience it and influence their own. So, like, she got to see and say hi to one of her favorite, like, artists. And I feel like, again, wouldn't have happened if I didn't dive into the abyss. And that's just the beautiful things come from it, bro. Anyways, we were outside for, like, an hour and a half, bro. And I'm, like, calling IDK, calling all the people on his team that I know. I went to answer the fucking phone. <laughs> so I'm trying to just figure out how we're getting inside so we can yeah. actually go to the goddamn party. Um, bada bing, bada boom. Some of the homies leave because it's just like too much. Yeah. Shout out to Bella and Molly because they stayed. And even after I got in, because IDK came out and it's sick. Like, this shit was dope as fuck. We made direct eye contact and he just yoinked me into the fucking party. And I could, like, I didn't even take any damn videos or pictures of the venue. That's how I was just like, just like, it was just everything, bro. And there were so many, like, famous people too. Like, it was just an insane vibe couldn't get bella and molly in for a really long time and like i felt like shit because i had brought them out in hopes to like you know they're waiting outside but they stayed dedicated and got to come in that's took a while but you know they got to do it and then we partied they got to meet idk and his team after the party was over and shit and it's just like shout out to idk bro like has really been a big part of just like showing me new things about like just the world and life um, I don't know where I was starting to go like when I first started, but we hung out after the mansion party, went to his studio until like 6 a.m., bro. That's and, nuts. <laughs> like, I was so, like, honestly, I think I was extremely nervous to, like, ask him to hop on a track or, like, let's record some shit. It's because there were other people there. Like, it wasn't just us, like... There was some other shorties there, some people from ID Magazine there. So it was, like, trying to, like, be in my place and not do too much. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, bro, like, just that environment itself. And I think I was saying all that to say, like, that adventuristic mindset, bro. That's where I started with it. Just picking up my shit, seeing an opportunity and going to Paris. And I just told you, like, a couple of things that were monumental. But there is so many more 
so like that mode of living bro that way of thinking i'm telling you guys like it is the way to go it's the way to go but yeah that's my little spiel bro. That's, taking adventures that's so cool man yeah bro so so when you you went to that party was that after the 15 hour day was yep. that like the same and then you stayed up till six yep Gosh, I'm a fucking I'm a dog. Were you, were you tired? Like I was dead, and I'd have to leave the next the next morning. But I mean, I don't know when you're in those like high energy situations, like you're meeting like an artist that is like just like so big and like so creative in so many ways. Like, mm-hmm. were you even like when you're with him? Are you even like tired, or are you just like? No oh boy, I'm not tired. I, I'm I was fucking. Gonna say, I feel like it, it. You know, you're off like. Four hours of sleep. Think, You're, you've been up for like twenty hours, but like shit. It was probably just like I feel like the adrenaline and the energy. Just adrenaline, like bro. Like you, honestly, that's that's pretty much what it was. Aside from the fucking booze too, like we're going crazy. So it's just the vibes, bro. Like it's just keep it keeps you up. Like on the from the outside, it may sound like a tall task, but I'm telling you, if you were in a room doing like doing one of your passions alongside industry greats. And then getting to go clubbing and hanging out at a mansion party with more industry greats, your ass is going to be awake. Yeah. Be- best believe. Yeah. You're not going to want to go to sleep because it's like, this is a once in a lifetime fucking opportunity. And yes, said events can transpire again in a different setting or different fashion. But for that moment in my career, that moment in my life, that those moments will never happen again. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'll always be at the next level at some point. Or I may be at a lower level at some point. But in that moment, like, that's never happening again. So you're going to want to cherish every single right. second of that when yeah. you know that for certain. And it was also my last night. And it was so hard also because after the show, like, I got invited to a club by the designer I was working with. So it was like, yeah. Like, imagine a fucking Paris Fashion Week club yeah. after party, bro. Oh my god. Nice. And apparently it was like one of the best clubs in Paris or some shit. The dates just didn't work out though. <sighs> and I'm just loyal. Like, IDK put me in a position. So I'm like, and I already, like, this is what I came here for. I've gotten what I wanted to get out of this experience. I'm gonna go do that now, you know? Um, but trust me, that was a hard fucking choice, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> telling you. But yeah, bro, you're awake and you're in the moment. And I'm glad, like, I was as in the moment as I was yeah, over there. Yeah, that's cool. Because a lot of people, my friends that were there were like, oh, it went by so fast or it felt like blah, da 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 But for me, I intentionally went telling myself, like, you need to do your best to be there every day. Like, and actually be there. And that's like a tall task for me sometimes just because my mind always goes to so many different other places yeah, at once exactly i can never really not i can never but it's a struggle sometimes to just be present so going there i'm like you are literally in a whole new country leave all these american worries american troubles american fears here like just leave them and like fuck it don't like go into not be afraid of anything but allow space for like world fears you know like learn about what's going on in the world and let that influence you and stop limiting yourself to just this american way right and that's i learned bro there's so many american influences on my mind that i learned about when i went there like they were just kind of 
under that, the, under your radar kind of under my radar exactly yeah. they were just subconscious tendencies that i didn't even think twice about or i hadn't ever thought twice about um and it really woke me up like i don't know i think it's so important i got a lot of homies that kind of like joke about you know europe and like name call them or whatever and shit but it's like nah dog like we're the butt of the joke i can't lie to you dog <laughs> we are the butt of the joke like i said like being in the fashion week shit like everyone just ratting on america i'm like damn like it look he is very trash like compared to just other advances some of these countries have made bro like i don't know me personally like i don't give a fuck about a military budget i don't give a fuck about like being a hegemony like what i care about is like people being educated dog yeah and in the way that like going to london and hearing that university is like eight thousand pounds like that's insane and that's a lot to them brother people are fucking paying 60k 100k whatever you know for this experience that's so glorified eight thousand pounds is crazy that's like ten thousand dollars i think so it's crazy like people here would assume that's like some shitty ass school maybe online or local community whatever but like they're some of the top prestigious places you can get for a tenth of what we pay that's insane to me bro and like their actual the way it progresses it's like i think in high school you get to choose like it's coming to a time where you choose like what you actually want to do and you start studying that when it's high school and this is so funny when I learned this shit, bro, because there was a seminar we had during high school where my school asked us about different ways to teach, right? And I said that shit. And I had never known anything about like how they learn in Europe, nothing. This is just me thinking. And I'm like, why would we not allow these fresh, eager minds to at least explore rather than making them conform so quickly? And I mean conform in a manner of like take these specific classes and we'll give you like we'll throw in an art class as if you can't learn something fucking vital from it which is ridiculous like i've learned probably more from art than i have from any of the damn textbooks i picked up <laughs> since i was like in lower school to high school and i and i mean that and granted it may be textbooks about like what's going on like fundamentally or shit but like i care about spiritually mentally identity wise and shit like that because i think only then can you really pinpoint the flaws and like what's in the textbooks and shit you know what i'm saying i feel like textbooks are so removed from the actual reader oh yeah you know it's just like read it's not enticing you to become a reader it's just forcing you to read and i don't fuck with that shit like i like books that entice me to read and want to go back to it textbooks ain't it so i say all that to say giving younger people more of a choice that's like actually monumental earlier than just like when you get to college is so vital to shaping these agents of change um i don't know bro like i got a lot of homies that are still undecided right now Mm -hmm. and it's like dog like you're on year three year four and it's like what was the point you know and i got homies that did a gap year before college and god i wish i could have did that like i and i love what i'm doing don't get me wrong but if i was able to just take a second and just congratulate myself for making it to the point of graduating from high school because i got family members that like haven't done that from where i went to high school which is one of the top schools top private schools in the um in the city dc so it's just like constantly always moving 
has made me has made it hard to like celebrate the big things you know it's always like okay so now what's next which is a great mentality to have don't get me wrong but it also may prevent you from being present so i had to like just slow down so i can like i said be there every day and just see everything because like you said earlier bro like we don't pay attention to that shit enough and it's no. why we're all so like sad and down and depressed it's like we don't even know how to just be present and be aware of our surroundings and it definitely is something you have to teach someone maybe not maybe not you have to teach someone but you have to learn to see yourself because someone may not know how to teach you and i think that that is so important as i'm figuring out this whole name change and like figuring out how what a guide looks like for me learning that some people need to teach themselves is very like has been a daunting task because i'm always trying to like alleviate someone's pain or confusion quickly because to be honest like i didn't have many people doing that shit for me it took it takes me a while to like figure things out pinpoint x y and z a lot of conversations with myself because like no one sometimes doesn't have the advice and they're they're saying all the right things but it's not registering in my mind like i know that in your world that may work but it's not what i want to hear yeah and it's not what i'll ingest and being able to be aware of that in myself and know that someone else can also feel that same way whenever i'm trying to guide them towards something is very key just for me because i can sometimes be like a like a preacher like kind of vibe and just like talking to you and not listening with you as you tell me because i'm doing my best to try and alleviate that so that's something i'm definitely working on so how do you know when like it's best to just let them kind of teach themselves like you let them tell you that's honestly okay. what i don't that's do biggest. Okay. like i'm always i go right into it someone like lets me know they're going through something immediately like i'm trying to all right, what can we do to get you out of this mood right now? What can we do to talk about it? Ah, da, 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 da. Sometimes people don't want to talk. Sometimes people just want to cry or yeah. just be and want someone there with them. And I need to like keep reminding myself of that. Because again, this whole need to problem solve, one, I learned is a testosterone thing. So like, it's, really? it's yeah, I'm in therapy right now which luckily it's with my aunt, so it's nothing like too serious or formal or whatever. And people are always like, is there a breach of trust? It's like, bro, this is family. And this is, I'm not that close with a lot of my family, bro, but our relationship is one I value so much because of how much I trust her and she values my trust. So she was like telling me, cause I was telling her about another situation where I was trying to problem solve and the person I was trying to help like was just not really trying to hear it and we ended up getting in like a not a fight or anything drastic but just like a disagreement disagreement. exactly um and I went to her to be like you know I don't know what I'm doing wrong because in my mind I'm doing everything right which again was wrong and I'm able to see that now because of her help and the fact that like what I just said some people just want a presence some people always don't want to be able to be talked to about what they should do sometimes people would rather um like i said just feel the presence of someone else and i need to be aware that that has value 
because sometimes I'm like, does that really like, is that really making you feel better? But yeah, some for some people it is just not me. Like if I'm going through something and someone's around me just sitting there, I'm like, all right, what the fuck are you doing? Like say something. But we're all different, and that's what makes it beautiful. This whole life shit. So again, just like trying to teach myself what this guide shit really is has been an experience. And I think everyone else is having their own experience at the same time. Yeah, no, I, I've realized that a lot. Just like, in ter- in terms of like, uh, like kind of negative emotions, like sadness or something like that. Like, for me, for me, I guess most most of the time, it's it's like, I want like I'm like very extroverted, so I like one will like want someone there and two to just like they don't need to break it down for me they they all they need to be is just like like it'll be okay man like mm. everything's gonna be fine like that that like affirmation like that affirmation of like it'll be okay like really gets my mind in the right place like maybe not now it'll be fine but mm-hmm. i know like down the line it will be but like for those type of emotions like like you said like it's so individ- individualistic. Like, it, it varies so much individual mm-hmm. to individual is what I've found. And, like, the best thing I can do for people now is just, like, what I've found is just to be, like, you know, I'm here for you. Like, just, like, like you said, like, let me know, like, what do you what do you want me to do kind yeah. of thing. Like, do you want me to be here? Do you want me to leave? Like, I'll do whatever you want, you know. And just, like, just put myself, put, like, make sure you're putting me in a situation where I can, like, I can have the most positive effect on yeah. you, you know? And that's what, um, I'm glad you say that because I still, like, am aware that I don't have all the answers about, you know, how to be there for someone, and I'm learning that. Um, which, on another note, like, that should be in the education, bro. Like, how can you be there for someone? Like, the that fact should, that we have to learn, taught, it's yeah. not taught. No. Like, and this is, again, like, just some fucked up shit about this place, bro. Like, there's so much education that thrives off being void of emotion. And I think that that's ridiculous because in my mind, that's where I've gotten the most education from within my emotions. Um, and the fact that we aren't taught how to like deal with them, nor do people even know. You know what I'm saying? And people like love to fake like they know, but it's like admitting you don't know is such a more, it's like such a better step than trying to fake as if you got it all put together, you know? And I, I think that's something that, like, a lot of generations, like, throughout time, have, like, generations, like, always seem to differ on things, mm-hmm. but that's one thing that I found, like, no matter the generation, everyone is, like, terrible at doing that, like, just admitting that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I don't, I, I think maybe that's just an instinct thing, maybe, like, a pride thing, but, like, once you can finally admit it and just feel like, except that everyone including you makes mistakes like it makes like seeing when you see a mistake when you see someone make a mistake just Mm -hmm. so much better because you're like yo like and then you you can approach the situation differently instead of like belittling them for it you're like yo like i I just did something similar to that yesterday and it's like it's like okay but again it comes down to like not being taking yourself so seriously you know just Mm -hmm. letting it go and being like you know i messed up like, I'm not going to make X, Y, Z excuse because I love to do that. I love to blame it on someone else. Yeah. Or that That's not fair. Why is that? It's like, dude, just, like, accept you messed yeah. up and just, like, learn from it, you yeah. know? 
it's funny that we're like talking about this and thinking about <laughs> just my own experience with that like simply just a year and a half to two years ago like i wasn't thinking in this way and hence again like that's why the name change was so drastic and like because it really was a paradigm shift in the way i think just because like mm, I wasn't, hmm, I don't think that, I think I took myself too seriously, point blank period. I think I did not know how to let go of something and was so eager to permanently have a hold on things. And that influenced my... unwillingness I'd say to take to take myself like less seriously because I felt like without that people wouldn't take me seriously and it's it's a crazy it's a crazy thing because it's like when you don't take yourself too seriously people kind of respect you more in my opinion it leaves less space for someone to question your position because you aren't continuously reminding someone of where you are you know they're thinking of where you are it kind of speaks for itself exactly yeah. and that's what even yes yeah, speaking for itself bro i'm learning that right now with this tiktok shit dog like i had a trip to this lake house with my boys before the school semester started and i had asked the homies like i'm always asking the homies like how i can be better so with this tiktok shit i saw that like a lot of the traction has kind of been slow so i'm like what are the best ways you guys ingest a new artist? Like, once, like, how do you come across one? What makes you want to click on their profile? What makes you want to take the next step and actually listening to their shit? And then the final step and like staying with them. Like, walk me through that. And a lot of what they were saying when I first had started this TikTok shit was like, you don't really let the music speak for itself. And I think I'm trying to, um, there's a word I'm looking for, compensate trying to compensate in case people don't like the music let's do my best to show personality before that because in my mind like i think i have a likable personality and tiktok is a lot about personality so i'll try and do that like talk to the camera break the fourth wall before we get into the music and they were like bro just let the music speak for itself and it's so real because again like it go it fixes that problem or not problem but what I mentioned earlier in wanting the whole 60 seconds and everything, but allowing space for the music to speak for itself gives room for videos to be like 15 to 30, 30, 45, not 30, it's too long, but 15, 25 seconds because it's just the music. I don't have to express that side of me. I can allow people to want to see that and that holds more value than doing my best to fill up the whole time and trying to get them to see everything. Let them see the music and allow them to decide if they want to see the next thing. Don't try and give them everything at once. And that's what I'm learning because me, I'm diving headfirst into whatever, bro. Like, I'm giving you my all. I don't really do the whole, like, giving percentages over time. If you're meeting me in a manner in which I'm ready to prepare to be myself, you'll get all of it in any kind of setting. Platonic, familial, uh, like relationship wise like i'm always prepared to give 100 percent of myself and i think that that's the ultimate gift but at the end of the day another gift or an extension of that ultimate gift is being able to break it up into fragments and allowing people to 
unlock these sides of you rather than just all at once. Because some people aren't ready for that shit. And people don't even, some people don't even want to see that. You know, they only want to see maybe the first 20% or the 30%. And they're fine with that. And that's still beautiful. My mind is always thinking like, if they don't appreciate 100%, they can't appreciate any other. But it's just not true. Because if you give them some kind of fragments, granted it may not be what you want and someone accepting all of you, but they accept some of you, which is still, in my mind, okay. It may not be, like I said, what I want, but what I want doesn't really matter. Because I read that the man or the human that craves will never be fulfilled. And I told you my ultimate goal right now is fulfillment. So having to accept that some people don't want the 100% is crucial. Because there is value in someone only wanting a piece. Because it can, like, for like, like when you have pizza, right? It's breaking up into eight slices. Mm. You'll have a piece of it to know if you want more, like, of the, of the whole box. If you take a bite of the slice, you don't want it, you throw it out, the piece is not getting used. Which is okay, because I'm not here to be for everybody. Right. I want the people that enjoy the pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they get a slice... What makes them want the next slice, and then the next slice, and the next slice, and then the box is all gone. And that's when people appreciate pizza. I don't think people, like, fucking eat the whole pie and just bite into the circular thing. Everyone's pretty much just slicing it up. Oh, yeah. So it's like leaving space for people to enjoy the slices leading up to the whole is way more valuable than just, like, giving it all to them and if they don't like it then i start like looking at myself as like what's going on what's wrong that is a more valuable way to look at it in my mind so i'm not always having this daunting mindset into why people can't accept it 100 percent. it's not that it's like you got to learn how to give people slices bro and samples you know so are you saying that's just in regards to your music or you're like even like I started that way, but dude, like I said earlier, like the way I talk is like tangents, and then they all relate to the bigger idea of just like the self, like music. Any, I think any mode of work, passion, creativity, all is so dependent on the self. So, like I said, all these things about music, but they leave fulfillment here, because I know all the music is teaching me all these things that will leave me okay here and up here. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I started, you know, using music to show where I've learned. But in reality, the the canopy of this education all just goes back to the self. So, yeah. So, so you talk about the slices, I guess. Like, let's say you meet someone new. Like, mm-hmm. are you going to be fully, I guess, yourself? Like, fully out there? Or are you going to be a little more reserved to someone that you might not... No, nah, I'm not. Just, I'm not a reserved person, bro. So, okay. like, you meeting me for the first time, I'm, like, what they... I think someone said it was, like, an extroverted introvert. Yeah. So, like, even though someone may think, oh, like, this this guy is so, like, animated and, you know, um, charismatic or whatever, some people may mistake that for arrogance. I don't... So I kind of don't give a fuck. No, you don't care. Like, I, I don't cares? care. Yeah. If you feel it that way, matter. then don't talk to yeah. me. Pretty simple. Um... But see, that's just a slice. Because, like, they're not seeing me when I'm in the crib grinding my music shit for nine hours straight in the mode where I'm not talking to any person. Everything's on Do Not Disturb. I'm fucking grinding for the shit I love. So, like, 
it's literally a perfect analogy that's yeah. meeting that new person and this is like changing me right the way i'm thinking right now just so you know like this wasn't prepared like i didn't think this way now i think this way before it's all coming like it's actualizing in this moment right now it's really cool the slice what i'm realizing when people meet me they think it's like everything which it's like low-key such a facade and so many people expect me to be that way because that's how they first met me right so whenever i get they saw you in that one environment exactly and it's like it's like when you to relate it back to pizza it's like you get a slice and you like this slice so much you want to just conserve the rest of the pizza you want to cherish it and like just leave it there how they how people like collect things and they don't play with the toys or just leave them in the box and leave it there but you got to eat the whole pizza if you like it bro <laughs> like just like there's people dying for food like you eat the whole pizza so accept all of me because like without it you're not going to see and like that's very important for me when i meet a new people is to fully be seen in every part of me i don't give a fuck if you don't like a new part more than you you know like the other part but like this is all of me and meeting new people i give them that slice that outgoing because i don't like meeting new people and they're all reserved and shit bro like get the fuck out of here with all that shit bro like dc is known for that shit like people are so to themselves like trying to be the cool motherfucker in the party that's not dancing and shit like that wasn't i mean that's even out of dc man like i bet where i grew up was the same way man i bet but that's just not me bro i don't like i don't know like i I like talking to people i like getting to know someone else's story because the same way i want my shit to influence someone i want someone else's life story to influence me because that's how i learn i don't really learn from like textbooks bro like i learn from people i was telling you about that museum shit like that's a huge mode of education just being able to see how someone else lives is very important but yeah bro meeting new people is definitely just that one outgoing slice or from pissed off one day it may be the reserve slice and then that may they may get that slice and throw it out because they're like no way there's more to that guy but obviously they're wrong yeah. you know me so yeah yeah i i think that's really cool and i mean no matter yeah no matter what you're not you're not going to be the same person every day and i don't know it seems like some people try to like almost just stay consistent and i don't mm-hmm. i don't know why they do that because in reality no one's like that but i i give you a lot of credit for for being yourself because thank you bro I think that's super cool. I don't Thank think you. a lot of people do that. I've I'm still working on it. I mean, sometimes you know the, it's the best when you can like catch yourself being mm-hmm. like, yeah, bro, yeah, what are you doing? exactly, what are you doing? exactly. Like, sometimes my boys, I'll be like dancing, like acting goofy at a bar, and they'll be like, dude, like stop doing that. And then I'll like stop, and I'll be like, why did I stop? Mm-hmm. Like that was me, man. Mm-hmm. Like why are you, why are you trying to suppress yep. me as a person? And it's and crazy, like, bro, because like I believe your boys would have ten times more fun if they joined you. Exactly. And then, yeah, it's it just comes down to insecurity. Yeah, bro, and it changes the energy of the room, and it, it. I hate that shit too, bro. I have a lot of friends that do that shit. Um, You're not acting cool, man. Yeah, like, like I don't dude, give a fuck. Come on. And the thing is, is like, outside of your boys, there are people in that room that you may like actually want. So, like, to be very blunt, like dancing out in the bar like some girls like seeing a guy that gets busy and is just having a good time and they'll come alongside and then your boys will come 
shit like that yeah. but it's like i'll take that like i'll be the example for you to see like i said that's that guide shit bro like accepting that i need to be the example in order for people to like express themselves more fully um just because like dude it's a gift and you're one of them like you are one of the guys that are here to keep doing that shit so other people get out of that shell like not everyone is tasked with the mission we have at hand which makes us like need to keep which it makes us need to keep doing it like we can't stop you know what i'm saying like because it changes the energy it has the potential to change the energy of an entire room and every opportunity you have to do that you need to take because you don't know what someone else is going through and if you can have an influence on that by bringing them positivity you are doing a right thing and it's one step closer to fulfillment in my mind so fucking keep dancing everybody keep dancing for sure man. shit yeah i yeah i, I know I, I do my best i do what i can there's mm-hmm. some days where it's like either it's usually when i'm tired or when i'm just sad that i'm like dude i'm just like another person like i'm not i'm not gonna be able to change like this person's outlook or mm-hmm. change their mood but then like there are other days when i'm like out of that mindset where it's like you can have such like a dramatic outcome on a person's life like it's not it's not funny like i i go to the gym every morning like pretty early and like mm-hmm. i see people and it can it can just be like you know it can be the same old same old hey how's it going like good to see you have a good day like dude i i hate the like i hate the like how are you have a good day question like surface just because like it's just like rather whether or not like you want it to seem genuine like it just isn't mm-hmm. and i just i just hate like I'd, I'd rather be and i and i still do that you know i'm still like have a good day I, I find myself getting in that trap and it sucks but like like even then like when i exit a conversation i'll try to like really put an emphasis on like yo like let's have a day let's get out of here mm-hmm. let's like you know because i think i think people often get stuck in that like cycle like where they're just like they're just like there and they're, yeah. they're not actually living you know yeah. they're just like caught in that i mean we've all been in that cycle where it's just like get up you gotta get out of it bro. yeah it's it's i think it's so sad when i see the people close to me like gearing up to be a part be in that cycle or they're already in that cycle and this point in our lives is where i'm seeing it the most with like everyone getting their jobs and shit and like planning their lives out like right now bro i'm not trying to work in a fucking cubicle yeah like there is nothing i'd rather die than Dude, be I, a part of a I, I like i honestly have nightmares about that like, like, oh my I, fucking god i would never <laughs> sign up for that and the thing is it's like I know it's like cult leader vibes when I get in these modes where I'm like, people shouldn't be doing this, they should be doing that. But sometimes, bro, I just feel like I'm right. And it's solely off of experience of viewing and learning from others' story. People would think it's just me trying to get the world to be one way, but it's like, I'm looking at the world, seeing that it's not progressing based off of the fucking structure everyone keeps following. So I'm suggesting we go a different route. Like, and if you want to shun me for that or put a name over it, go ahead. But I know that I have genuine and true intentions. Because, bro, I have these homies that get the good job, get the good paycheck. But they don't like, like, it's not what they really want. And 
okay, bro, like, yeah, you like numbers and you're into finance and analyzing shit, but do you not want to find something where you can explore the world so you can explore yourself? Do you really want to keep going back to this building every single fucking day for the next 40, 30, whatever, however many years? Like, do you really want that? And when people say yes, brother, I have the hardest time actually believing them. Because I'm like, how? Like, there's nothing. It's it's limiting. And it's like, you don't even know. Like, for people that say yes, it's like, damn, you haven't even seen that there's so much more to this shit than where you want to be. And I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunities to be able to see more. And that's really what it is. That's why people are so comfortable with wanting to do this shit. Because they just haven't had the opportunity to see more. And that's why I'm doing what I do. So I can build a platform, bro, and just start like... I just I want to get rich so I can just start giving money out. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever I see fit, bada bing, bada boom. I wish I could do it now. I'm a little bit more like reserved and kind of selfish with my money. Because it's forever fleeting. And I don't have too many modes into where it's like coming back into my pockets. I'm working on them for certain, but right now it's like not as like it's just yeah, I'm not, we ain't making that much money. Yeah, you know, <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, bro, like putting these opportunities like at every university, every school, like taking motherfuckers out of this country and going to go see something else. Just do that. Because, like, I promise you may not even want to do that shit anymore. People, I feel like people's goals for at least the cubicle shit only just coming from being here for so long, bro. But at the end of the day, some people just really want to be in the cubicle. Hey, do you, big bro. But I truly don't believe people were designed, human beings were designed to be a part of a cubicle infrastructure. I mean, we were all, I mean... We're 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 these. Oh man, I I whenever whenever I go on a run, I always think about this because mm. like how much you can really just push your body to the limit, and how much like just how much brute force like your body can take. It, your body's just so miraculous, mm-hmm. and that's part of the reason why I'm going into what I'm like want to go into is just to like study it because yeah. it's like it's just so fascinating. Like mm-hmm. my buddy Aiden again, I, I had him on last week, and he this past summer he wanted to just test this out how much can my body take and like see if it recovers or is it gonna just fail so what mm-hmm. he did is he said he just not, he's not a huge runner he doesn't run a lot he w- he was gonna run attempt around 48 miles in 48 hours jesus christ just to push his body to the edge and part of the lesson too is just like training himself like whatever thought like comes into your mind if your mind says yes to go through with it no matter like what the consequences are which is which is kind of a fine line there but he's he said yes to it so he, he went out and did it so mm-hmm. like that that's really big for me too is just like just my, like keeping my word with people like whenever i say something like i mean it and like i'm not i'm not gonna like back out on you you yeah. know like type thing and I, but i like keeping that with myself too like like so what he did so 48 miles in 48 hours he ended up making it it was brutal he said like his toes and like I think at one point he said his knee was just bleeding and it like didn't he didn't like he didn't like cut it or anything it just started bleeding and like even today like he'll go to the gym and do squats and his calves are like just aching from it and this was like months after so it definitely wasn't like the best thing but he said it like taught him a lot just about like 
It's funny you mentioned that. I was talking with somebody, I think, like, last week, maybe. And not to shit on your homie or nothing, but, like, someone was telling me that, like, human beings, like, weren't designed to run marathons. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, like, it's not, like, a thing. And it's so crazy to me that, like, people set these goals for themselves. Like, we're going to do this marathon, and it's going to show the world or other people that, like, we're, quote, unquote, healthy and athletically fucking like what do they call them athletic weapons you know but it's like brother you're doing something we weren't designed to do which low-key now i'm saying it makes it even doper isn't that's what i'm saying like your body like theoretically shouldn't be able to do it but the fact that you can still do it like your body's still able to handle it is kind of crazy but is the body really handling it if his calves is going out months after i mean he's still standing at the end of the day though which i think is like that's true. Miraculous. That's like, true. Crazy how cool, like, biology is. But, like you, like you said, back to the cubicle, like, maybe we're, we weren't meant to, like, run marathons. But we're, I mean, just looking at us biologically, like, all the muscles we have, and, like, we're meant to, like, walk. We're meant to run. We're meant yeah. to, like, pick up heavy objects, like, move stuff around, you know? Like, we're not meant to be, like, typing on keys all day, you know? Mm-hmm. like, And, like, it's fine if you're into that. That's, like, totally cool. But, like, I'm on the, I'm on the same page as you, like... There's this, there's this, just this conflict that I see between these two types of people that like, do you go do you go to this job that you, not really interested in you don't really like it but you chase the bag you're like oh man like I get this bag then I can then maybe theoretically you can do whatever you want to do you may, you know you're making six figures you can you can explore more of the world and therefore like explore yourself more mm. but then there's this other person who maybe, you know, maybe he takes a little pay hit, you know, he doesn't, he's not quite making six figures, and maybe he's not making much money at all, but he's doing what he loves, mm-hmm. and, like, through his job and through that, he gets to explore more of himself as well, it's, like, these two sides of people that I just, like, I don't know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely the second choice, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll take the pay at 100% if I can do something that I love, but, like... I was talking about this with my grandma uh, before I... Before I came back here for summer, I went home after abroad for like a month or three weeks or so. And she reminds me of you in the manner of like the questions and why people don't, you know, feel X, Y, and Z. And what I told her is like, at least here in this country, bro. And after going to London and shit, I saw that it's pretty much at least in my experience from where I've been, only in America, there is a nationwide lack of self-acknowledgement. And I don't say self-acknowledgement and, like, letting yourself know when you did X, Y, and Z, but understanding the self. Motherfuckers do not know who they are here, bro. And it, it yeah, I kind of mean, like, within, but also just, like, ancestrally. Like, people do not know where they came from here, bro. Like, going to London, dog. Perfect example. I had an internship with Word on the Curb. Shout out my Word on the Curb people. Um, we were filming this YouTube video. I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram story of like when I was on that dating show. No, I didn't. Yeah, so I was on a dating show with them, and they like no one that no one in the cast knew that I was a part of the production team. It was like a whole thing or whatever. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying that, but they're probably not hearing it. Um, it was 
an incredible experience when someone asked me where I was from and I was like, oh, I'm American. And they were like, no, 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 no. Like, where are you from? And I immediately knew. Like, I knew what that question meant, which in my mind sounded like such an on-the-surface question, but over there, it's so much deeper. So I'm like, oh, I'm Kingston, Jamaica. And that's that's when they knew that, like, I knew. But for there, at least in the demographic in which I was around, which is very multicultural, I don't know about, like, other non-POC spaces and if they have similar conversations, but I had assumed such. But back to that, like... We don't know. Like, do you know, like, where your people were from? Not really. I exactly. Think, like, Germany and Poland, but I've, I haven't really, like, looked into it that much. And we don't see how much value there is in that, bro. Like, a lot of these, a lot of these, um, not problems, but I'll say that for lack of better phrasing right now, but a lot of this shit we go through, like, being able to look down your ancestral line and see that someone else went through it too and being able to learn about how they alleviated that problem in like DIY ways because obviously they didn't have like the tech shit we have and allowing that to influence how you problem solve brother that is a fucking gift that I'm only like recently getting within the past year due to therapy and shit like no one really talked to me about like my family before my grandparents like who and what came before them i don't really know shit about it i didn't know shit about it but with my aunt helping me out and like looking towards that shit with like my grandfather who passed away some years back and the ones who came before him i'm seeing that like i not that i've been here before off some like i'm resurrected or anything but like the purpose that i'm pushing out right now has been done before and when I'm able to see how they did that, it it gives you a whole different vibe of just understanding. So it's not like complete as to where I know what to do every time. But for grand things where I like have this new plan, right, for the next phase of my life is going home for a little bit, saving, investing, and then go moving to London for some years and exploring the world a little bit and just like trying this music shit out in geographically different places and not just trying to do it here. Cause that's what I've been doing for the past four years just trying to break out in America. When in reality, what I learned when I went to London, a lot of American like stars that we know actually were starting out in London and shit. And just because, like I said, bro, it's just different ways of thinking over there, bro. Like motherfuckers, I feel like I'm more conscious up, up here and within than they are here. Like they want to be that way. So music feels different there. It, it sounds different. It's made different. It's valued differently in a manner that I respected way much more than what I've seen here. So I say all that to say, I've been afraid of that, but then learning about how my grandfather like left everything. And it, it, it obviously it affected some people because he had like a shit ton of kids and like shit ton of wives or some shit. Um, but he said, fuck it. And I got people that like despise him for that in my family. But me, I'm so like radically, I'm such a radic radical thinker that I'm like, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. But it's also like, I'm balanced with it. Like, it's kind of cool. But it's also like, once you build a family, you can't just up and leave them. Right. Yeah. So me personally, I don't got no kids. 
you know so i'm i'm gonna use this time now before i have some foundation built that i could quote unquote run away from by having this like fantasy of exploring the world in my mind and granted i do have family and everything but it's like you know just i i don't prioritize myself a lot but for this point in my life like i need to i mean you're not directly responsible for any of the rest of your family exactly like you don't have a child that like i always tell people this like when you have a child like you yourself you're not really like i don't know you you can look at this in different ways the way i see it is like when you have a child like yourself like you you're not really like the number one priority anymore Mm -hmm. which is really weird to think about Mm -hmm. like once i think about that i'm like i like I, like, think about, like, when I want to have kids. Like, like, dude, I can barely take care of myself right now. Like, I don't, I don't think I can, I don't think I can put, you know, myself second to someone else. Like, Like, that's crazy. Like, when you're, when you're on, like, an intimate level with someone, it almost seems like you're kind of, like, I'd say you're more, like, level-headed, you Mm -hmm. know, you're, you're trying to, like, you're really looking out for yourself. That should still be, like, number one, but they're, like, the closest you can get you yeah know? same with your family you know they're, you're they're close but like when you have a child like i don't know i feel like for me like they're gonna be above me like because mm-hmm. like they are your responsibility exactly. you know? they don't they don't they can't take care of themselves you know mm-hmm. like, but like now you yeah, know now now is the time I, everyone's telling me this i agree with it like this is the time in our lives when like I mean, I, I, I hear some of my friends saying, like, they don't want to leave the city because, like, their grandparents are still around and they want to, like, embrace that. And, th- I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, that's one way to look at it. But, like, I mean, who's to say when they were our age they weren't doing the same thing? That's what I'm saying, like, though, like, like, That's crazy is, I mean, for the grandparent to not be, like, I don't know, bro. I wouldn't want to be a grandparent and, like, tell my folks to stay around me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, all right everybody knows we gotta die at some point like all right i might die when you're away yeah, but I like that's what he's afraid of, it's man. it's it's natural bro and that we gotta collectively stop like looking at death as this like fucking limiting thing like we're all like oh because we die like let's be around these people for the amount of time they have left i'm not asking someone to fucking not explore their lives when i'm on my deathbed that's how much I don't care about myself. And it's a, people may hear that and be like, oh, that's kind of weird. That is one of the most beautiful feelings in the world when you can be like, when I can proudly say, I'm okay. I, I don't know who wants to die alone, really. But if I know someone else is like doing what they love and can't be here, I'm still happy. Because they're doing what they love. Yeah, yeah. And granted, like they can't be here in this moment, but like, that's just crazy to be like, I'm not going to go somewhere because X, Y, and Z. Because then they'll most likely not go after they die. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, what excuse do you have now? Like, they're dead now. And it's just like, oh, you know, I'm comfortable now, blah, 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 blah. I'm not trying to get like that, bro. I told you that earlier. Like, my comfortability is within being uncomfortable for everything, all the time. I've, I've, I've realized that, too, that, like, a lot of... I mean, ultimately, the only time you're really growing is when you're not in the comfort zone, you know? Exactly. Like, how else do you progress type thing? And it's crazy how you forget that. Oh, yeah. It's so easy. You, it's so easy. Because being uncomfortable... It's hard. It it sucks, man. It mm-hmm. doesn't... Yeah. Like, it is fucking hard. It's... Yeah. 
You're but really you just gotta have these reminders like that's when i was saying earlier like certain things just need a process whenever i get in those modes i like need processes in place to be able to remind me and pull me out of those things that's really why i love music so much and in this day and age because of how accessible it is like whenever i'm feeling an emotion i can pick up my phone and stream a song that will help me it may not alleviate it immediately but it's it's something opposed to like going through it and not having anything that's even worse yeah so and i've been there i've been in both places where i don't have anything to get me out of the mood and that's low-key why i love making music so much bro because i'll find new emotions when i'm going through these uncomfortable phases and i'm like now i've now i learned i need a song for this now i learned i need a song for this now i, I need a song for this and it's a fucking superpower, bro. Yeah, that's so cool. Man. It is a superpower, and I'm, like, tired of not vocalizing that because, you know, music is such a crowded space these days. Oh, yeah. People, like, the power of it has been not seen as what it actually is for real, for real. But, like, being able to do that, motherfuckers can't do that, bro. They they get stuck in these modes and these emotions, and then they can't get out of it. Me, I'm luckily blessed enough to have that superpower in which I can be aware of how I'm feeling, exist in that feeling, and then also employ myself to create something to bring me out of that feeling and into into a new space. Like that holy trifecta right there is a gift I am extremely blessed for because I know motherfuckers don't know how to do that. But it's key. And it's not, you don't have to do it through music. You can do it through anything. I was going to say, you can do it through so many You can do it through anything. Yeah. I... For me, I, I've, I don't know, I'm convinced I'd have, like, I'm convinced, like, a lot of people, I brought, I brought my boy Anad on episode, I think episode three or four, and he said, like, you know, we all, we all took, like, mental health tolls, like, everyone had, like, mental health issues during COVID, and I, like, I just kind of agreed with him, like, on the episode, but, like, off track, I was, like, I didn't really take a mental hit at mm. all, like, besides like not seeing my friends like that sucked but like besides that i was like locked in like i when i say like i don't i don't know what it was but like i i learned so much about myself during Mm. the course of that time that like i think it was just like how the era just matched up like my sophomore year of college you know i was out of the dorms i did i just i got so much time to just like focus on me and like there were sure there were some days i was down but like a lot of that like well, you said that trifecta. I, I forget what you said. You like you're existing in the emotion, mm-hmm. and then you can like pull yourself out of it, mm-hmm. and then bring yourself into a new emotion. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like that outlet I get. Like people like to think it's like with the podcast. I guess I don't really get that from the podcast. But I was gonna I, ask. I do. I do feel like like I'm now like when I like get in this like flow state of the conversation where it's just like these thoughts just come to me, and I'm just like locked in. I like that because it like. Especially on a Sunday, because it just, like, sets myself up for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, dragging into the next week, just feeling miserable. Like, yeah. But a lot of that comes from, from like, going on runs for me. I'm, mm-hmm. like, a huge runner, and, like, people always ask me, like, do you, do you like, find running fun? Like, you, you really think it's fun? I'm, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and for the longest time, I'm, like, why do I keep doing it then? Like, it, did, it didn't make sense to me. But, dude, like, if I go... Well, I can go to, I can, like, go go to the gym and, like, get a, like, solid pump in, like, just lifting weights, but I, I don't get that real, that same release as I do when, like, I go for a run. Like, mm. I don't know what it is, but, 
like pushing your body to the absolute limit and like this morning i literally like i i just i would just i just go like as fast as i can like i, I like whatever i feel comfortable doing i'll just go and then you just have this objective like when you want to stop and it's mm. always just like getting back to my house but it's like you just go and you like these thoughts arise like this morning i was feeling like incredibly stressed out like you know i always just like i let all these like things build up like i gotta do this this like this week's gonna be tough because i gotta do xyz and like it comes from just like being so locked in on one thing for so long not moving not like thinking about anything else that i just mm-hmm. get like i just get all this like the emotion just builds you know and then i'm like when i hit like i can tell when i like reach this point mm-hmm. and then i'll just be like this is the point like where if i don't go on a run like I, I'm not gonna have a, bra- a mental breakdown, but I'm just gonna like get extremely sad and just like really stressed out. And it's just like it's like clockwork, man. Like I'll go out, I'll, I'll like have all these emotions that bubble up, and it's like that that like mental emotion is like being converted into like that physical release. And mm. like the more I think about it, the more I just like go faster. And like before you know it, it's the the my mind like starts shifting during the run, and it's like you know maybe this isn't like that bad. And it's like. I think I put it on the level of where it's, like, I'm pushing myself so much that, like, all those all those stressors are just, like, being pushed out of me mm. kind of thing. And, like, I'll, 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 I'll start comparing it then, like, are all these as stressors as hard as, like, me pushing myself to literal, like, the edge of, like, mm. how, how much I can handle? And then once I finish the run, I'm, like, you know, that was so hard. And then I, like, compare it to, like, what I have to do when I'm back and yeah. I'm like this isn't anything man. I'm like I like today I finished the run and I'm like let like I'm gonna take a shower and we're just gonna like we're just gonna get grinding and then <laughs> we're gonna have some time to hop on this podcast and after we're gonna do some more work and just like get what I need to get done and like yeah. some things like suck you know like not everything in this light like life is just gonna be like super like oh like it's easy man like people tell me like why do you, like how can you work out like how have you been consistently working out for, like, the past two years? Like, don't you ever, like, doesn't it, like, suck? Like, just going there so early and just, like, lifting weights? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, no one really does it, though, because, like, at least for me, I don't, like, I don't like it. But I like, like, the satisfaction after, like, mm. knowing that you, like, did something good for yourself, yeah. you know? And it's the same thing with running. Like, I just, like, I just feel amazing after a run. Like, I just, I just did that. Like, I pushed my body to the limit and, like, it was able to take it. And then, like, from that, I was, like... I'm able to get stronger yep. and like like you said like for you for music like for me for running like I'll like exit that feeling and I'll like enter into a new state and I'm like I'm like more relaxed and I'm just like more like level-headed yeah. in general and it's just it's awesome but it's such a prophecy to like the holy trifecta being um you can attach it to anything people think that like I feel like someone who just heard you that is focused on who has a physical mindset one solely focused on financial matters would see no value in that and that's a product of the educational system whereas I told you earlier with an artistically driven mind I've had a sufficient amount of education that in my mind outweighs the textbook shit because it influences the self for you i see someone whose self has been influenced and it's not this is 
can't speak on it, but it may not be in perfect balance, but there is a certain balance in both sides. And that knowledge of self, then you can move it into like a profit, right? And I, I'm, I'm, trust me, it's going to get there. But when people go from lack of self, as we were talking like this year in college and then the cubicle, to just figuring out how you can make money and like be good, then you figure out you don't really know the self. But you have these final years, you know what the self needs, what it, what benefits it. Now you can move that into the real world in which you're bringing whatever kind of wealth to yourself. If one was to really focus on that passion, what's crazy about this time we're in right now, you could get rich off running. If you really thought about it, there are sponsorships, merch brand deals, public deals, advertising deals, marketing. There is so much you can do from the love of just running. And it's as simple as picking up the phone, posting on any of these apps, and you have the chance, if you're consistent, to motivate, influence someone else to do the same thing. And there's wealth in that if we really want to talk about, like, wealth in money or wealth in inspiration there's wealth in that and then it, and again it can turn into wealth and money someone will see it someone will see your influence and someone will want to fund it like people sleep on following their passions because they think it holds no value me i see outside of the matrix already so it's like nah you're wrong at least in this day and age and it's really a product of my godfather bro like let's talk about it he his name is naju okunabi you probably know his son, YPC Nige, on my songs, at least Trauma. Yeah. 100K streams. We did that shit. Recently was his birthday. But his dad really, like, influenced us from an early age with this entrepreneurship shit. And in the moment, I had no idea how much it would influence my mind and how I look at this whole concept of the self. But the way he would force us, like, he didn't even give us a choice, which... In the moment was so daunting and it was like kind of annoying but now i am so glad he didn't give us one because he was putting us into everything he made us make youtube videos was like this could work out and this is before like youtube started working out like when people are recording just themselves on this shit like he was telling us to do that because he saw it would have value people i think a little bit of people were doing it and it was like you, you'd see success from it so he was like do this then another summer it was like you're gonna make some kind of brand and that's where like me and nigel like his son they have the same name and shit where we made like our first ever clothing line for a summer and was just like trying to sell that shit didn't work out whatever but look at me now doing fucking paris fashion week so like he has planted so many seeds into where like entrepreneurship is definitely a mode of work i believe that can influence self because like when you have your hands into so many things you get to figure out what is for you and what's not for you when you limit yourself to one possibility one reality and you don't know anything else when that shit doesn't work out what do you do and i'm seeing that shit right now a lot of my friends is like they put their eggs in this basket for four fucking years of college and now they're in the real world with no success from it they don't know what the fuck to do that's scary and I could I saw that from day one. Like I was a freshman and I knew that is a possible reality. So I started just putting my hands in everything. Like music isn't the at all be all. It's one thing. It's the main passion, the main flame. But I'm also accepting of a reality in which 
it, it it's not the driving force behind my success. So I'll have my hands in every in other things, just in case. People are always like, you need a plan B, you need a plan B. No, you just need many extensions of plan A. Yeah. You don't need... That's a great way to say You it. don't need plan B, plan... Fuck that shit. Have your plan A and figure out extensions of it to fuel everything. Because, like, making a plan B seems as if you don't have full faith in plan A. Yeah. So it's like, why are you doing it then? If you don't have full faith in the shit you're doing, stop doing it. Like, just stop doing it. You could have full faith in it, not be good at it, and see like shit not working out, but still doing it, and that's what that's good. But don't just be just getting into shit if you're not really passionate about it. Like, take some time to get passionate about it. Don't just do it and then be like put it down. Like, live some life to learn like that's what you want to be passionate about, and then fucking full steam ahead. Like I said, fuck a plan B, fuck a plan C, make extensions to plan A for everything to work out. And that's just the entrepreneurship mindset that my godfather instilled in me, which I'm so grateful for. Because I, I see now how it subconsciously has affected just, like, the way I view everything. And I, I be hitting them up, like, dog, like, thank you. Like, I don't know if I tell you that shit enough, but when you, it, it's crazy, bro, like, when you when you start seeing something. It's like, wow, I see the effect that this has had on me. And this is like when I was 14, 13, these summers I'm talking about. Seven years later, about to be 21 years old. (laughs) Something that you never really thought about. Something that I never really thought about, bro, for such a long time. Like, it all just, I just pushed it all to the side as a kid, bro. It's just like, that's what happens, I guess. Maybe not for everybody, but for me, because there's definitely some children out there that are fucking doing it all right now. And that just shows tests me how great the next generation will be. Way better than we will, which is a fucking great thing. Thank God. Yeah. But, yeah, bro, like, having your hands in everything. Got to. Got to. Yeah, I agree. I think, I don't know, man. A lot of people, like, will ask me, like, what I want to do with my major. And, like, it's I'm such a, a fucking dumb question. It, what it do is, you want to do with your major? Fuck. It is. It is, it is dumb, but, like... And like a lot of a lot of these majors, like there really isn't like a big, a big end goal. I know for me, like I have, I've been fortunate enough where like microbiology is something that I'm like interested in, and also has like a decent amount of job outlook, which is like really cool. Because a lot of the times that doesn't match up, and then you just like, you know, you end up with that conflict again. Like you yeah. go chase the bag, or do you like do something that you absolutely love but make like no money? You know, and it's like. I always kind of, I, I always think that I, like, got blessed enough where, like, my, like, what I want to go into is pretty impactful, mm-hmm. and, like, but still, it's, like, pretty limited, and it's, like, super competitive now, like, like, research field in general has just become, like, super saturated and stuff, and people are, like, you know, like, are you gonna, like, like, the the options are kind of this for micro, like, you can, you can get your four-year, like, work in a lab for the rest of your life, just, like, working for some company, just running samples over and over for 40 years, which, like, just, obviously, by the way, I'm saying that, like, just not it for me, mm-hmm. you know? I'm, I'm trying to do my own thing. You can, like, go into academia where you'd, like, be a professor, do your research. Always, always competing for grant money, like, having little to no work-life balance from a lot of the professors, like, I've worked closely with, and it's just, like, I don't know. I, I hold family extremely close to me, and I just, like, couldn't imagine doing that. And then there's, like... You know, there's other aspects. You can go into, like, industry and do research for a company and, like, do do that side of things. Or you can, like, work for the government and, like, 
funny's a lot more easier, but those positions are a lot more limited. And it's like, that's kind of like where I'm trying to go. I'm trying to like get to that governmental side, even though it's like super competitive and like people are like, you know, what if like, what if like, you know, mm-hmm. classic, what if, like, what if, isn't, what if that's not going to work out? And like, blah, blah, blah. Even my family is like, like, you're really trying to go to school for five more years, just like with hopes of like landing this job one day. And I'm like, yes like uh, like it's so cool when you can finally realize like what you want to do with your life and it's like even if the even if the outlook is like very minuscule i i I just tell them like you know if 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 somehow this doesn't work out i'm putting literally everything i have into this i'm doing everything i can you know like but see dude like if this doesn't work out, that shit that works out and it's insane how people cut themselves off from seeing and it's funny because these people will be inspired by the people who do what you just yeah, did. Like, I don't... But they'll still, like, doubt it. it it's just, like, that. Like that's the kind of shit will, that will piss me off. Like, when someone's extremely inspired by someone who went full-fledged into something, but then still afraid to do it. What? What? Like, you've had the blueprint laid out for you, and you're just, like, not Like, those people that plans. are, all, that, those people, like, IDK in the music all industry, of them. any of them, like, the Brockhampton dude, like, any of those people, like, they're literally walking evidence, evidence. of, if, if you, at least in the music industry, of, like, hopes of what you want to be one day, like, someone that, like, someone that is successful, and, like, you know, someone that actually, like, listens to your stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like, for me, like, the, like, as a researcher, like, that's, that's the end all be all for a lot of us, you know, like, we want to get to a position where, like, we get the funds to do the research that we want to do, you know, and, like, especially nowadays, like, it's become so competitive, but, like, the professors and, like, the researchers that are doing that now are all walking evidence, they were all in your shoes one Mm. day, and, like, who's to say, like, if they can do it, like, why can't, why can't I do it, like, I don't, yeah, there's, there's nothing that separates that, except, just hard work and just being dedicated to your craft, you know? And that's what started me out. Like, it's, people say it's a controversial take, but I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> but dealing with, um, nah, let me not say I don't really give a fuck, because I do. But I also, whatever, I'm just going to speak my mind. I don't care to censor it, TBH. Trigger warnings are like one of my mortal enemies, because it's like, tr- get triggered like i said be uncomfortable yeah and i get it it's a soft sensitive topic topic like people need trigger warnings but i feel like you just need to be triggered so you learn and then you grow from it and i wanted to like i woke up one morning and was like i wanted to post like don't ask me for a trigger warning when you listen to my music because one of these songs i dropped this summer talked about like my um an experience i had with molestation when i was younger and someone was like you should make a trigger warning for this part in the song i'm like the fuck like this is music and i take my art seriously and my story so I mean, like, that's who you come are. into it expecting to be triggered don't like ask me to censor myself for you like i want you to think about if you've gone through that shit i want you to think about it because I don't, I don't want you just not thinking about it. You won't heal from it. The same way, like, I hadn't healed from it until I tar- started talking about it in my music. And it's crazy because, like, that shit just came out. Like, I didn't even, I didn't plan to go in and talk about it. Obviously, I planned to just talk about me. 
but your mind's just like that though it, it just it came goes, out it just wanders exactly man. it likes to wander and it's like people need that you need to be you need to be triggered so you can learn more about yourself and i'm sorry that some people don't agree with that take anyways well, yeah, i think that's so stupid because like whether or not you like it or not like that was an event that happened in your life and that's ultimately shaped who you exactly. are and maybe not a large part of it but like it's a part of your life like you got to learn to live with that and accept them. it you know like but yeah i was saying that like i'm deeply inspired by x just because i had never really understood what mental health or mental degradation honestly was until i started listening to his shit and he really helped me out in like one of the worst points of my life and a lot of his messaging to his like his fans i don't really like using the word fans because it sounds like hierarchical and shit yeah so i like using supporters um or family type shit because it really is just one big ass family but he would go on these instagram lives or drop these youtube videos where he just talks to the camera and it was like just the need to believe in yourself because if he can do it then that means you can do it and it's just like a law it's not even something that needs to be theorized or questioned it's just a law of nature if someone has done it who's to say you can't do it too especially in this day and age bro where just anything is possible like literally anything is possible i don't believe that anything was possible like for the last generation or the generation before i think for us and the shit we have like legit anything is possible and even beyond anything literally like but being able to like i don't know a lot of people get mad when i say like he's one of my biggest inspirations because they know that like i'm a genuine person and they're like why would you align yourself with someone like that really? that stands for or represents x y and z yeah but for me bro people don't know a lot about my past but i used to be a fucked up person like a really bad person who did bad things to people and i've hurt people and i used to thrive off of hurting people and people get to meet me now and they would never assume that so for some like ex bro where it's like obviously the whole sexual assault allegations and then um just everything with that but for him to come out of that stage wanting to better the world i couldn't overlook that because i didn't know how to do that all i wanted to do was say fuck the road hate it and just do whatever i wanted that had negative influences on myself but he kind of taught me like transmuting energy is like a real thing and some may hear that and think of like on a scientific basis but on a spiritual basis like having an attitude about or towards something someone the fact that that can be changed and like mutated into a new thought that is separate from that original thought is something like i didn't know I was always taught like stand on what you mean or like stand on what you say and you can't like change from that i got in a big fight with my dad about that shit like i'm not going to feel the same way i may have said these things but i know i'm not going to feel the same way because i'm someone that transmutes energy i can't I, I never feel really one way about certain things bro there may be some things i said today that i feel differently tomorrow or in yeah. an hour yeah based off another conversation with someone and people don't understand like in Pe society that's like forbidden but that's it's weird that's human that's, it's human yeah. bro 
and in the black community they call it code switching when someone like acts one way around like their black friends and then go around a different demographic and switch up and it's just this whole thing but my manager now louis shout out louis we when we met at no label academy at harvard last year it was something she studied actually in school because she's like in the neurology and shit which is so fucking dope having someone as a manager that knows like the brain and human yeah. tendencies so we can like plan to do things a certain way that will warrant a specific a specific expression she knows yeah <laughs> genius when we met she was we were talking about code switching because i think it was one of the part of a lesson on one of the days and i was just voicing like my disliking of how people think that that's not like a natural thing like why would you want to be one way your entire life in every like not one way but carry a certain like carry yourself in a certain way for all of eternity like why would you want to do that and it always confused me because obviously i am a black colored person and there are other black people that know like what i do in greek life going to a white school they're like how are you doing this but it's like i'm just being me like i know how to be me in different spaces you don't and i'm not going to let you like look down at me for you not knowing how to access different extensions of yourself to be in different places because it's it's human and louis was telling me about like i forget what it's actually called but the brain like it code switching is a thing like that the brain just does naturally when you're in different rooms you act a different way point blank period and if you don't know how to do that you're cutting off a part of your brain that has a function you aren't allowing it to do what it does and when i learned that i'm like wow so code switching is just like a man-made term or the man the connotation of it is man-made because it's just it's natural bro it's natural yeah and i think it's one thing to Oh, the guy that's so annoying. Is that yours? I don't know. It might be. Retro. Oh, okay, oh, there so it is. Let's go. Let's Let go. check this <laughs> Oh, phone died? It died? No, it's not dead. The end video ended a while ago. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't know how long the live goes for. But the one thing I, I get frustrated with, I think that's cool. What is it? Are you saying code? Code switching? Yeah, that's what, like, people call it, um, at least in the black community, like, like, I won't talk around certain kinds of people the way I took talk around, like, people from my city type shit, but that's just, like, I, I feel like some people don't really know how to process it, and some people do, so I'm not going to force someone that doesn't know how to process it to, like, you know, I don't, I don't know. That's just not me. And it's not even like people think like, oh, you're assimilating or you're conforming. Nah, I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning new modes of communication so I can interact with different kinds of people. Because I know that certain way, certain ways I talk may come off as like people wouldn't want to like, you know, talk. They wouldn't want to express themselves. Yeah. So me, I'm all about it. Yeah, I, I think it's cool when you can do that and you're, you, like, stay true to yourself. Yeah, you know? and that's the thing. Motherfuckers think I'm, like, switching up or acting different. Yeah. Like, that, yes, I am thing, because that's me. That's the thing that frustrates me, though. I think a lot of times people people will switch up because 
they're afraid what this new group or this specific group will think of them if they act a particular way. Mm-hmm. Which to me, I say, screw that. I, I say, who cares? You know, like, who cares? But and it, as it, long as you care, other people will care. People like, like it, it, it's so easy for me now because I know that I don't care anymore. So if someone else cares, but sees that I don't care their care has little to no value right so they'll stop caring eventually and learn how to fucking put up with me and that's what people need to start just like quickly realizing instead of spending god knows how long deducing why the fact someone moves or why someone moves how they move it's just like don't don't worry about it who cares let them do them people care too much these days bro it's insane we're like conditioned to quickly care about things and then quickly care about a new thing it's funny, I was just talking about this shit about the Adam Levine scandal or whatever. I was like, nobody's going to give a fuck in two weeks. There may be a specific small niche of people still ranting or whatever about it, but the public will not care in two I don't weeks. even know what it... What it he just fine. got caught cheating, and it was like, it's like kind of fucked up. Like, <laughs> he was DMing this model, bro, and told her that, like, I wanted to name my kid after you. So they were, like, hooking up for a year or something while he was still married. And I guess she thought that they were, like, about to end things or whatever. And then DMs came out. She dropped, like, a TikTok, bro. She dropped a TikTok about being caught in, like, a scandal with Adam Levine. And it's kind of crazy. It it is crazy. But it's also, like, it has nothing to do with me. But in a month, yeah, is anyone even going to... No one's going to care, bro. And it's, like, people... It's annoying because this is how people care about, like, actual things that go on in the world, too. They'll care about it for two weeks and then just leave it. I think that shit is fucked up. And that's something I recognize in myself. And I, a lot of people, like, think it's weird or think it's, like, almost selfish that I don't, like... I'm, like, I don't really, like, stay up to date on, like, news or anything. Fuck like, me, I don't, bro. I, I just think it's a very negative stimulus. And, like, mm-hmm. that was something I recognize in myself, too, like... I always had this, like, just, like, instinctual feeling that this was, like, just ve- a very negative thing and, like, something was off about, like, me digesting all this information. I think now that you say that, I think that was a part of that feeling just because, like, I don't, it's just, like, I don't, I don't get why that should be, you just, you shouldn't have to, like, you shouldn't have to put up with that and deal, mm-hmm. deal with that, you know? It's like, funny you say that because I just finished this book. And reading has been a bitch for me, bro. Like, the way I was raised, um, I get in trouble and be forced to, like, read a book like a over a weekend <laughs> and, like, write a book report about it. So once I, like, got out of the whole, like, getting grounded phase of my life, I just hated reading so much because, like, it just always reminded me of that shit. So I just stopped reading. Like, readings in school for a while, I never did them. Like, and I just winged it. And it's funny, because winging it, I still was, like, pulling... I was pulling my weight up. That's like, crazy. I was holding my own. And motherfuckers would just be, like... Like, before class or some shit, motherfuckers are always talking about, like, if they did the reading or not, blah, 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 blah. And I'm always just like, no. But then we get into class, and I'm able to just, like, talk. And they don't get it. And it's like, brother, like... We, in, at least for in high school, a lot of the books we read, we just, like talk about symbols and when you can 
just grasp one of those symbols and do what I do in this conversation, go on these tangents and like talk about what you know. Yeah. You see, you come across as a, like very genuine. Exactly. Right? You know? yeah. And that holds more value than wasting all your time reading the book and like, it's not a waste of time, but in my mind thinking then it was a waste of time when I can just go into class and wing it based off of what I know and still come across as if I read the damn chapters yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. But I just read Sapiens and getting back into reading as I'm older now because I was abroad in London, dude, and I had this creative writing class and I talked about what I just talked about and not liking reading and shit. And we had this like renowned writer for a professor in this class. She was sick as fuck. Um, she was like, you know, she was, uh, I'll stay on this one. She was just like, you're grown now. You're out of your parents' care. Get over it. And I was like, damn, like, that, that's real. <laughs> like, I don't have to hold myself to that trauma anymore. I can let it go and just start being able to read shit. And ever since then, bro, like, I've been eager to read shit. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah. I'm not as consistent as I'd like to be, but, like, I finished Sapiens this summer, which is one that's of the really goals. Cool. Yeah. And just learning about the humans was my first step, like, to be into this guide shit. Like, it comes learning. back to, like, where you from type exactly. thing. Exactly. Like, like yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. Like every all the tangents we go on, just go back to the knowing of the self, bro. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, that is the reason motherfuckers are like in turmoil right now. There is a nation, probably I don't know globally, but I say nationwide confusion of what the self is, and America thrives and profits off of it, and it's fucked up, and no one really knows, nor do they want to believe it. So it's just a weird duality that we live in, and either knowing what's going on and not caring or not knowing and being a part of the matrix and being in the in-between or outside of it, honestly. But Sapiens, the author, was like, human human beings weren't made to ingest the shit we ingest, like millions of posts and uh, like outlets being feeding this much information, like we weren't made to process that shit. And it's fucking incredible how we as an entity like no longer align with like natural order it's all like social man-made concepts that yeah. we've just assimilated to laws money media all of it it's like it's just not natural and that book really opened my mind towards um this whole idea of natural order versus um imagined order and imagined is just all the shit we've implemented into this world and live by now and what i just said money politics laws da, 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 da. natural order is just like being obviously in touch with nature and that's just it but we have removed all knowledge of that and have focused solely on this imagined order and it's kind of crazy so it's really dope to hear you remove yourself from that because i do too i fucking i it was a point where i just unfollowed every news outlet on instagram twitter all of them because i couldn't like when fucked up shit would go down bro especially like during the pandemic for example like uh like the police killings and brutality and shit like bro twitter is an uncensored and unfiltered space so you can see the video of someone just yeah. getting fucking murdered right there which is fucked up like the fact that that's a thing and there's no law like governing over the broadcasting of that it's kind of weird i don't want to see that nor do i feel the need to watch that nor promote it for other people to see it because you just get desensitized from it bro like deaths just starts feeling like as if it's nothing 
And as I said earlier, it is something, not something we need to give so much attention to to limit us, but it's it's a thing. And it's not a thing I like seeing, bro. And news outlets would just post it, post after video after video after video after video of like motherfuckers that look like me just dying. It's like, brother, I don't, I don't want to see this to start my day every day. Like, it, it, it's annoying, quite frankly, because it's like, it's a consistent reminder that I can't do anything about it. Yeah, we can post the posts, make people see it, educate ourselves on why it's bad, but at the end of the day, this isn't like a call to violence or a call for action, but no. they won't, it won't go away unless these systems are burned down. And I've accepted that. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to do what I can do. And I'm going to do what I was put here to do. Which, in hopes, fucking brings a change to these systems. But I'm also aware of, like, shit's not really going to change unless, like, the shit's burned down. And there's something new. So I'll do my best to bring something new while I'm still here. Yeah. Or influence those who will come after me to build something even better even something more lasting something more impactful well that's that's super cool i'm glad it i'm glad to hear we're on the we're on the same page in that yeah, aspect bro. because i don't know yeah some people i don't think share the same opinion no nope. i i i honestly recently just deleted like all social media i wish i could do that shit bro which is i'll, I'll so once a week when i record these podcasts i i have my like a uh, i have like an account for the podcast mm-hmm. and i like to like spread it to you know, hopefully spread some knowledge and wisdom to other people if yeah. they if they want to tune in. So I, I post on there once a day. You know, I'll redownload Snapchat to get a little edit going where I can like get the get the text over the picture, upload it to Instagram. Maybe like scroll through my feed for a couple minutes and then I'll delete it for the week again. Because mm. I found that like I can like put it in my library, but I'll still find myself always going back to it because people don't understand that like these apps are literally designed to get you to click and be on that app as much as possible throughout mm-hmm. the day you know like i'm sure they've hired some people like your friend like a neurologist or yeah. people like that to just figure out people's tendencies of, of how to always get them back to them and i just don't want to partake in that i you, you talk about like how there's like you know shootings on twitter and stuff and you can see that stuff like face value like you're, you're seeing it and like you're interacting with it and then you scroll but like I've realized, like, being away from it for so long now that, like, there's a whole other level that, like, your brain is also processing, like, a million other things about it. Like, subconsciously so much, like, you talked about how you're, like, becoming desensitized, like, you become desensitized if you keep seeing it. Like, that's just, like, one thing, you know, like, just, like, all the little things your brain picks up about the video and then you scroll and then you get a totally different, like, new environment of something, like, totally new. Like, so much is, like is just not natural about that like you said like it 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 just shortens your attention span for things by by so much Mm -hmm. and like you can see that in our generation i think partially because of that like our attention spans now are just like so low because you know we always just want the next new thing and like something like right at our fingertips which i don't i don't think should always be the case all the time it shouldn't be the case whatsoever it's outside of our design and what scares me is the way, like, I don't know if it's a specific person, a secret society or some shit, but, like, there is someone here 
that has forever influenced the human body and the human mind. Like, take a second and think about that. There's someone that has influenced the way, or groups of people, that have curated the way people live their lives. Yeah. Outside of what they're naturally designed to do. That is all. It's a beautiful and disastrous thing. It's like it's like beautiful chaos. I've thought chaos. about that a lot. Recently. Beautiful chaos. I and thought I couldn't something about it after. And sapiens. x amount of people that have done that. Have so been, many have been no smarter than you and me. Which nope. is so crazy nope. to think about. All they do is so manipulate crazy. someone that has a certain amount of tools and put their name over it. It's insane, bro. It's insane. So when I have all these like friends that are like going through shit and thinking that they can't do X, Y, and Z, it's like, brother, there is someone that influenced an entire species. That is a hundred times stupider than you. Come on. <laughs> you know, like, like, remove yourself from this problem <laughs> for just a tiny little bit and see what the fuck is in front of you. And that alone just gives me fuel to keep doing this shit, bro, because it's like, if groups of fuckers could influence us to do this dumbass shit we're doing, like, I can influence us to do some shit. To think about some shit. To think about themselves. To get confirmation on what yourself is. Which is more valuable than any other thing we we unconsciously just do. Like, that shit gets me... Oh, that shit gets me hot, bro. That shit gets me hot. And it, it gets me hot because I have to, like, use these devices in order to accomplish this goal. Yeah. Granted, yes, I can create a new one. But I don't want to. I don't want to. At the end of the day, I don't want to. And this was a feeling that I always tried to correct, but I watched this. Um, can I get into this? Yeah, I watched this Virgil Abloh um, interview, and the motherfucker said, "And I, I wouldn't even think that he does this. He goes to the big manufacturers and the big warehouses and uses their product to design what they're collaborating on. That is fucking genius." People like love to want to build shit, and it's like, yeah, good, good for you, but I'm only one person that has multitude of ideas that I want to get done. And a limited amount of time. Limited amount of time, yeah. And I know that, so I'm not gonna spend all these years like building some huge shit, like empire. Like, yeah, <laughs> I could do that, whatever. But then guess what? That empire is gonna have to conform to the same imagined orders we were just talking about, and I don't know if I want to live with that. I think I could rather be okay, rather would be okay with me maybe conforming just a little bit to get using behind the tools, scenes, yeah. but I'm using these tools to create something more monumental and within a shorter time frame. Yep. And Virgil was like, for like Ikea, like his whole shit with Ikea or whatever, he would go to their warehouses and build it. And I'm like, there is so much power in just saying like, I don't, I don't want to do it, so where else can I go? And it's like, that that's that's a new thing about me and i'm trying to figure out what it means for this music shit too because i obviously have my own record label and shit for me and all my masters but as i'm getting more traction and meeting more people the question of signing is like becoming a big thing because like i've been doing a lot of this work and um yeah like yes you can make it independently but i'm also not like, I'm not naive enough to say that, like, there is a huge benefit in signing a major deal that will get me in front of a lot of faces. And people will hear that and assume I want fame. 
I prefer influence rather than fame just because like the more eyes the more I can like do my mission in inspiring I feel like it'll take a again like just using these factories and doing what I need to get done instead of like designating time to trying to build this thing which is beautiful it is and I'm not just like leaving it in the wind but there are ways of signing i.e like partnerships and like deals to where the ownership doesn't go away i've seen it get done idk literally he has his own label partnership deal with warner records multi-million dollars doing it carbon copy like that's that was the reference point for me to give me the confirmation of what i just told you like those doubts i was having before no label for a while hearing about his story and how he did that exactly what i want to do literally and when you have that bro it's a beautiful thing because motherfuckers don't really be having reference points bro they'll just have these ideas and granted you don't i don't think clarity is a nest is necessary but it it's necessary for me i kind of would like clarity seeing like it's been done before so it can be done granted not all the time i'll do some shit without any reference point and shit happens but there are good times where it's like when you have these major choices in your life and you're confused you get to see that someone else has done it you're like you're not alone in that thinking anymore yeah i think that's cool how you apply that thought to your to your label because that's a that's a valid point like because it does take a lot of work to build that up and it's like motherfuckers have no idea bro they see this shit and think it's all like a cake in the park like I've seen some dark days in trying to be where I am today. Granted, I'm grateful for all of them, but shit me, boy. This shit gets stressful. Yeah. No doubt. I, yeah, I can... I'm, I I honestly have no idea, but... it Yeah, it comes down to that... Do you want to use the, tool, the tools at your disposal? Because, you know, I think when society was younger, even like 1700s, 1800s, you know, you didn't really have a choice. If you had an idea those tools weren't in place to, to use. I mean, mm-hmm. you had to create your own tools, but now I think you got to be like aware of what time period we're living in. Like yeah. we're living in an era, an era where like society has been established for many, many years now. And there's like many tools available to you and the tools will always keep being developed, but it's like, it's like having that awareness that we're at a point in society where like these technologies and advancements are like pretty saturated now where you like can use that and then like use that to jump ahead to like an idea that you have mm-hmm. and like i think that's something to like consider you yep. know it definitely is and that's cool that you're thinking about mm-hmm. that it's just like um i don't know virtual Abloh, god rest his soul but that like this whole conversation we've been saying about like the in-between and being in the abyss and the unknown like these are my reference points bro like virgil yay x fucking drake fucking all of them like there's so many i don't have like okay there's so many i could never do a top five top ten because they all inspire me in different ways everybody and it's not even just hip-hop or rap like every genre except country I don't know. <laughs> I can't really fuck with country, bro. It's something about country music. It's like, if you're such a diehard fan, like, I think you could be racist. Like, you scare me that much that you could possibly just be very racist or, like, 
kind of discriminatory or just have some discriminatory thoughts. Like, I don't know. Something about country, I just can't. I don't know. Um, it's fucked up to say, but hey, whatever. It's just how I think. But, yeah. Um, they all are so inspiring and existing in between. And, like, having their hands in everything. Everyone that's an inspiration, like, real inspiration in my life follows that suit. Diving into the unknown and, like, creating within it. And theor- not theorizing it, because... Nah, theorizing, yeah. Because it definitely has an... It has an end rubric that is still subjective. Some theorizations are like, this is what it is. This theorization of like delving into the unknown can always be subjective, because it means different. It means different shit for everyone else. But there are certain manners, like I said, certain things just need a process. For the abyss, there are a couple of steps in there that are a part of the process that can warrant like a good thing for you, definitely. And then the rest is up to you, and that's why I say it's still subjective, because like the rest is up to you. This may be like three five six steps you need to take just before rest is up to you yeah bro yeah man uh it's it's been a good talk man i can't let's do it like i don't know this has been crazy like i've had a lot of i've like brought a lot of people on and like i've i've never really been like locked in for this long for like a long time Mm -hmm. so like it's been a nice ride. I told been, you, bro. It's been great don't. having you on, man. I can't do the short spurts, bro. Oh, this is awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you Super for having cool. me, man. Yeah. We've been going for a while, and I don't know. I feel like we could keep we could keep talking all night. You know we could. <laughs> Got to cut it off at some point, though. Yeah, dude, I think. Give them uh, slices. Got to give them well, slices. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll give them slice number two another time. How about that? Like, when you got your big podcast office. No. <laughs> One day, bro. Where, where are they now? Episode. Brianna be charting. <laughs> I'll be charting on the podcast. Yeah. It's a thing. We'll Top podcast on we'll Spotify and shit, bro. No doubt. Oh man. Yeah. I think I think I think the two big hitters are definitely just at least from what I've what we've been talking about, I think being comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, being comfortable in like the uncomfortable moments, mm-hmm. I think is really big. And then ultimately, yeah, even that statement comes back to just like self love and just like knowing yourself, yep. you know, because if, if, if you can, if you can do that, you can be comfortable in those uncomfortable moments, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's my favorite number is three, and everything I do three is my favorite too, bro. Boom. That's crazy. I do things in multiples of three. So, like, mixing, when I'm recording my shit, like, all the numbers behind, like, each plugin, like, are always multiples of three. Unless it's just, like, something needs to be at a certain level that's yeah, not a multiple right, of three. Right, right. I'll, like, ah, yeah, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll, take it, I'll do it. But most of my shit, like, multiples of three, bro. So, for that, the Holy Trinity, like, taking away what I said earlier, bro, like, being in the moment. What did I say? Fuck, I forgot the the Trinity. Or <laughs> it was like it was like having that having that emotion. I think like removing yourself from that emotion and then, and then into entering a into a new exactly. emotion. That's yeah. the that's the big takeaway, at least from my perspective. Like that's the epitome of me. And then entrepreneurship too. Be your own boss. 
don't work for nobody well i can't say that because i work for people yeah don't work for people work with people i'll say that there you go that's entrepreneurship is working with people instead of for someone for sure bada bing bada boom all right well yeah there's so much i wanted to ask about study abroad and just your label and your music but i think a lot of it a lot of it came out Naturally. without even me asking how was your trip so <laughs> see <laughs> and that's that's why like i fucking hate that question because <laughs> if we have a natural conversation it'll come up you know like don't force it like yeah. it's just don't force it let it be natural for sure bro oh thanks again for coming on of course man thanks, thanks for, for having me brother Boom. Right, of course. Yes, Thank you.